Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello, and welcome to a brand new AutoLine Daily. It's Wednesday, March 20th, 2013. I'm Michelle Krebs from Edmunds.com. Let's get to today's stories. As you know, the Chinese auto industry has been growing by leaps and bounds the last several years. And as a result, automakers are investing heavily in the country. A new report from the University of Windsor says that car manufacturing investments were more than $9 billion in China last year which represents close to 60% of total investments globally. With sales continuing to grow, the researchers expect the trend should continue for quite some time. Well, you know you have a quality issue when the Chinese are complaining about your cars. Bloomberg News reports that Volkswagen is recalling a record number of vehicles from its largest market due to faulty gearboxes. China's quality inspector, I guess that's their version of NHTSA, announced on its website that VW will be fixing nearly 385,000 vehicles at a cost analysts suggest could be as high as $600 million. This recall covers 21 vehicle types produced from 2008 to the present, including such models as the Sirocco and the Passat. Sticking with China for a second, Bloomberg also tells us things are a little brighter over at Geely. China's largest automaker, and of course owner of Volvo cars, beat the street predictions as net income rose 32% on the strength of the doubling of exports. That seems to be on track with the company's stated goal of achieving 50% overseas sales by 2015. In related news, Volvo just won approval from the Chinese government to start building cars in the country. This will allow it to avoid being slapped with import fees for selling cars in the country. Automakers are coming up with new ways to reduce the amount of noise that seeps into the cabin with things like noise-reducing audio systems, noise-reducing glass, and more acoustic material. A quiet interior gives the impression that the vehicle is more luxurious. One automaker that is keen on boosting its luxury image is Acura. On a recent trip, the Autoline crew drove the all-new RLX that now boasts noise-reducing wheels. Yes, the wheels, not the tires. They feature four resonators that are press-fitted into a channel that runs the entire circumference of the inside wheel surface. The result is reduced noise resonance of the air column inside the wheel, which can drop noise levels by as much as seven decibels. An accurate engineer so that a tire can be removed and remounted like any other wheel. We just wonder if the inside channel weakens the structure of the wheel and if it is more likely to bend when it hits something like a pothole. Chrysler's SRT pulled the wraps off its track edition of the Viper called the TA, which stands for Time Attack. Some of the upgrades to the package include bigger Brembo brakes, a carbon fiber aero package, and standard two-mode remote reservoir shocks. The TA reaches 60 miles an hour in 3.3 seconds, which allowed the folks at Motor Trend to beat the lap time that the Corvette ZR1 set at Laguna Seca but we don't think the folks at GM will let that stand. Look for the Viper TA to make its debut at the New York Auto Show. 
I'm Seamus McElroy in San Diego, California, test driving Chevy's all-new full-size sedan. That's coming up next. Why? Because plants need water to grow. Because baseball's played in the summer. Oxygen and hydrogen. Because I forgot to get a receipt. Why? Why not? Why? Why don't you go ask your dad? Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. The 10th generation Impala is all new with a fresh design, new powertrains, and a combination of features Chevrolet hopes will attract new customers to the car. Um, obviously with such a, a dramatic change in the car, uh, from a car that's done very well uh, over, over an extended period of time in, in the large car segment, to come out with an all new Impala, and this is all new, we do expect to, to attract new customers. Wherever we've taken the car, whether it's auto shows, events, or whatever, uh, we're very, very pleased at the attraction it's gotten from the wide range of customers, uh, both young and old, and folks who just really appreciate the style and the technology in the car. The first Impalas on the street will be equipped with a 3.6-liter V6, which they expect to be the volume leader, followed soon by a 2.5-liter four-cylinder with a third powertrain a 2.4 liter with e-assist coming later. But the features don't stop at the hood. Chevrolet loaded it with some of the newest technology. So in the new 2014 Chevrolet Impala, we have a plethora of both uh, standard and optional safety and technology content. So uh, content like 10 standard airbags, standard uh, large 12.5-inch uh, front and rear disc brakes, uh, standard stability control, um, and then optional content that we think is very uh, intelligently packaged and available at a low price point, safety content the customer can use every day. And this electrical safety content includes forward collision alert, uh, lane departure warning, side blind zone alert, rear camera, rear parking aid, and rear cross traffic alert. So it's, it's not just safety content to throw the vehicle randomly, it's all packaged together nicely. And it's stuff that everybody can use, you know, whether you're on a long trip up north, start to get drowsy and you fade out of your lane, car will alert you. You're at the mall at Christmas time, backing out of a, par a busy parking uh, structure or parking lot, it'll alert you if somebody is approaching perpendicular to your, your path. So just very useful content that we've put together at a, a nice price point for the everyday customer. The Impala will be built at two plants, Oshawa, Ontario and Detroit, Michigan. Expect to see them in dealers starting in April with starting prices ranging from $27,500 for the LS four-cylinder up to $36,600 for the 3.6 liter. From San Diego, California, I'm Seamus McElroy for AutoLine Daily. Before I go, I want to remind you to check out AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night. With John out of town, the auto extremist, Peter DiLorenzo, will take control of the show. Joining him is John Manugian, a former designer at General Motors. So join us for the best insider discussion in the business. Tomorrow night, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time at our website, autoline.tv. And that's it for today's show. Once again, I'm Michelle Krebs from Edmunds.com. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.